You know, there's always been this thing about transparency in the market uh, and it, because it sort of serves as a mitigating factor. When investors are expecting bad news, markets can overlook, uh, you know, results and that are actually worse. And we're seeing that in this earnings season. It brings me to this strange impasse, though, that we've seen in the market the last few sessions, right? A plurality of folks coming into the week, about 40 percent, still believed in a soft landing, right? About the same numbers that are hard landing, the rest are no landing. Everyone else is saying, please, anything other than that, we shouldn't even consider. Now, here's the thing. Uh, the street has more or less given up the ghost on, a, on any possible rate cuts this year. That might not be the worst thing since it would mean also the Fed has gone too far. But what about recession? The Cleveland Fed uh, out using the yield curve now has raised a probability, get this, of a recession to over 60 percent. You've got to go way back to 1980. 1980 It's 64.4% now. That's the last time we had this kind of probability of a recession. So it's all confusing, especially since the Fed's favorite gauge of inflation, core services, less housing, remains in orbit. Look how high that is. That's what Jay Powell apparently is looking at. So is Wall Street overdoing it, right, with all the sort of day-to-day -day fretting? That's all we talk about. What's the Fed doing? What's the Fed doing? You know, we're always kind of worried about uh, Jay Powell and is he having a fit because the market happens to be up on any given day. Maybe this op-ed in Bloomberg was right. The Fed doesn't care about Wall Street as much as Wall Street thinks. On that note, let me bring in Jim Bianco, president of Bianco Research. Jim, you know, when Jay Powell, right, did that, uh, he, he was asked about the financial conditions at the last FOMC meeting, and he said they were okay. People were, went nuts. They were nonplussed, right? They're like, how can he say that? Financial conditions are through the roof. Wall Street went apoplectic. But is Wall Street sort of overthinking how much Jay Powell is focused on the market? Yeah, well, Wall Street's always done that, and everybody does that, right? I'm the center of my universe, and Wall Street's the center of its universe and thinks everything revolves around it. But the fact of the matter is, is that Jay Powell is looking at the larger picture He's worried about inflation. He's worried about the 57% of the American public that cannot come up with $1,000 of savings in an emergency. They don't own any stocks. And I think that was the basis of why he said that financial conditions weren't overly, uh, overly tight, although Wall Street kind of thought the other way because the stock market was up. And there's the disconnect between the two. Now, you posted a chart of the Fed's favorite inflation gauge. I've got it up here. Uh, and what's interesting is you called it a made-up inflation engage. So I guess you're not a fan of month-to-month uh, uh, -month core PCE services, less housing as the gauge we should be looking at. Well, it's not that I'm not a fan of it. It's just that the Fed does this all the time. They invent indicators out of whole cloth to kind of make their point. Okay, fine. I have no problem with that. But then the minute that these indicators stop making their point, they disappear. They fall off the face of the earth, and then they find another one that they're going to do. So if they want to focus on this, they better focus on this one for the entire cycle. <clears throat> now, what it's showing you is that high wage growth is keeping inflation elevated. That is a difficult message for the Fed to be saying that, you know, the, it's bad for you to get a raise right. and that we have to stop giving people raises because that's what's going to uh, rein in inflation. I think it really comes down to they need to find a better theory for inflation than just people getting raises and that that's what causes inflation. And they really don't have one right yeah. now. And also the notion of uh, people getting free money. Uh, uh, urge to spend it by their government and then later on paying a price for it by maybe losing their job. To me, that's mind-boggling. You also posted another great chart. I want to ask you about the three-month secured overnight financing rate. 
Now, this, Jim, I mean, you don't have to be, you don't have to go to school to be an economist to see that something going this way and then goes parabolic this way is scary. What is this telling us? How much does this, you know, how far can Fed funds go, rates go? Well, I think that what it's telling us is that the marketplace is starting to think about the idea that 6% in the fall. Uh, there's an old adage on Wall Street that the Fed keeps raising things until something breaks. And a lot of my friends on Wall Street say, well, nothing's broken. I was like, no, that's not good, because they're just going to keep going and going and going until they break something. And now what's coming in the focus is the idea of a 6% funds rate and probably a 6% Treasury bill rate by the fall. Yeah. And I think that that's what's giving the stock market and some other larger markets indigestion is the idea that interest rates are going to keep going up, going back to the Fed's favorite indicator they are still worried that inflation is a problem because people are getting too many raises. You know, Jim, I had Anastasia Amoroso on Friday. She said six and a half percent. I got 30 seconds to go. Just tell us quickly, how does someone navigate these markets, our viewers? It's going to be a challenging market. You have to understand that you're going to be fighting against higher interest rates and you can get 5% in a Treasury bill right now with zero risk. That's two thirds of what the market would give you normally in a long term basis, gives you about 9% with zero risk. And I think that that's a good starting point for a lot of people. Let me put a chunk of my money in there, get 5%, no risk whatsoever. And then with the rest of it, think about, you know, diversifying out and other things. I love it, Jim. Thank you so much, my friend. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right, folks, my next guest does amazing work on the